Ahoy! Welcome to episode nine of Bottom of the Stream. We've done nine. I know. That's crazy. Do you know, I've got a fact for you about podcasts in general. Hit me. 25% of all podcasts finish before episode seven. Unlucky for some. So we're in we're in the high end of podcasts. Past now. seven. Yeah, we've gone past seven. You know, the next, after that, 20, 50% of all podcasts fail before episode 25. 25, that's the next. So that's goal. our next milestone. So if you're still listening to episode 25, we'll, we'll have a bit of a celebration. Well, I I mean, maybe it's, I don't want to go too cheesy, but I, I, maybe it is a good point to say thanks to everyone who has been listening yeah, and definitely. downloading. Because I think we've been pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> with the, I'm happy. The, you, could, you could spread it around that you've been listening and <laughs> let people know. That'd be nice. And then we'd get more people listening and we'd be even more happy. Yeah, I'm happy so far. Yeah, tell your friends, tell your enemies yeah, tell, tell anybody anyone anybody we'll, we'll accept anybody as a listener yeah. I don't care who you are and you can contact us talk to us tell us if you've seen any of these films yeah agree disagree know. let's do it totally ambivalent to any of our yeah, comments just, just if let you completely disagree with us we want to know we want to know about it just as much as we do if you completely agree with us how can we be contacted Adam we can be contacted on Twitter at BOTS underscore podcast on Instagram which is the same at BOTS underscore podcast on Facebook, facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. Uh, we have an email address, bottom of the stream at gmail.com, and the website is bottom of the stream.podbean.com. And on the website, you will find the stream table, which is where we rank the films that we watch in order of how much we enjoyed them and how much we would recommend them. So we're going to, we'll keep that going. Obviously, if we do make it, might start to become a bit unwieldy. Yeah, I think once we get to, uh... there's going to be a point where we have to. 20-ish plus episodes. Yeah. So we won't, we won't be reading it out every single week. No, but I think but we'll, st- we'll still, if we're still going in 25 plus episodes, we'll... We're not going we'll, I'm not planning on going anywhere. We'll still dot them in, but we won't... Yeah, we're going to... We'll leave it up there for you to go At the end of every episode, we'll decide where this one fits. Yeah. But it's up to you to go and find out. Yeah, where we're, we're not going to be read through 25 places every <laughs> every week no. once we once the table it's gonna be gets harder a bit to, bigger. It's going to be harder to fit them in. At the end of every at the end of every episode, the more and more they become. Well, I mean, I struggle genuinely to remember what <laughs> I had for dinner last week. Sometimes, okay, so we are getting old. If if you're asking me in a few months to remember this <laughs> film from, yeah, I, I suppose we could go and listen back, couldn't we? Yeah, that'd give us more Maybe. lessons. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you go. Two bears with one stone. <laughs> I don't think lessons. that really counts. Uh, <laughs> the statistics say it does. Okay. So anyway, tangents aside, yeah. what are we talking about this week? This week is slightly different because we are talking about Cube, which is a film from 1997, 22 years old this year, and we have both seen it before. Yeah, I've watched it for this. Yeah, but you've seen it before that too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're, like we said at the end of last week's episode, we debated and debated whether this should go on the list or not. It is at the bottom of the stream. People don't know it's there and it's not. A widely regarded film. I, I wanted to put it on the list because I wanted to see it again. Yeah, because I, I haven't seen mm-hmm. it for fifteen or twenty years. I reckon it's twenty years. I, I don't think I've watched it for twenty years. I had this film on VHS. Wow, you're so old. <laughs> like pre DVD, yeah, pre DVD. I yeah, I remember you having it on VHS because I remember watching it with you back in the day when we were young. So when so it's from nineteen ninety seven. Nineteen ninety seven. So I was only how old was I then? Six six. 16. 16 in 1997. <laughs> 16. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll 
Yeah, I've been interested. The films are 15, so you weren't breaking any laws. Well, that was good to you, know. You're fine. Um, directed by Vincenzo Natale, who was slated to become the next big thing in sci-fi directing at this point, back in 1997, and it didn't really happen. Uh, so I think, I mean, obviously we'll talk about this film in more detail, but this definitely gave him a good leg up yeah. and a pretty good reputation. Yeah, he's got a good reputation. He became more of a TV episode director rather than films. He's directed episodes of Orphan Black, Hannibal, Wayward Pines, The Strain, Luke Cage, American Gods, Westworld, Lost in Space. He's pretty highly regarded as a TV director, I think. But so he has done a couple of films. Yeah, he has that done. You, yeah, might, yeah, you no, may have I've, seen. I've, I haven't. Yeah. Se- I haven't seen this film, but I've certainly heard of it. So Splice. Yeah, I've not seen it, but I have heard of it. Uh, and it's supposed to be pretty good. And he's got something in development, which is might be quite I, up your street. Very much so. And I didn't know it was in development until I started researching who he was. So have you read this book? I have you're, read you're, book. you're a massive Stephen King fan. I'm the biggest Stephen King and nerd. You're also a Joe Hill fan. Yes. And so explain if people don't know who so is Joe Hill. Joe Hill is Stephen King's son who uses the name Joe Hill because he doesn't want to be Joe King, which is fair, fair comment. He wants to be Joe King. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, they wrote a book together called In the Tall Grass. It's more of a novella. It's a short, shorter story. And that has been adapted into a film later this year, directed by this guy. It's a good book? Yeah, it's Think a good make story. It, would it's, it make a good film? I hope so. Without giving anything away? No, I, I hope so. Okay. I, I, I didn't know it was in development. I'm really excited to... Uh, find out that it is he's also directing two episodes this late this year of lock and key which is joe hill's graphic novels right they're being turned into a tv series so that's also quite exciting i've never read the the graphic novels but i heard lots of good things about them so this vicenzo natale so he he's developed a pedigree yeah definitely sci-fi yeah horror-y he just didn't like really this. become the sci-fi god that everybody was expecting him to become but he's certainly done well for himself anyway and this was his first movie? Yeah, it was. Excellent. I'm yeah. excited to talk about it. That's a bit of history there on Virginia. No, it's good. There's some good, good facts. So Cube, what is Cube? So the basic premise of Cube is that a group of unrelated people find themselves waking up in a cube. sci-fi prison-y yeah, it's, type facility. It's a cube with a door on each surface. It's a cube. It's a, it's a lit cube with a door on each surface that leads to another identical lit cube. Yeah. We'll find out how many there is later on in the film. We'll go into that. The film starts in one of the greatest moments in sci-fi history, I think. The film opens on an eye that turns out to belong to a passed out man who is lying in the fl- on the floor of a cube. He tries all the different doors on the cube and makes his mind... So he's in, uh, he's in this cube. So he is in a room, which is a cube. On his own. Just, yeah. yeah, he's in a room in a cube on his own. He tries one of the doors, he tries all of the doors and eventually chooses one. He walks through the door and instantly gets cubed himself. So he all of a sudden just falls into cubes. He's like a human Jenga. Yeah. He's, he, so he's, it turns out he's been basically run through by a, a cheese slicer. Yeah, he's been, they completely cut him into, I can't describe it any other way to say he's been cubed. He, so he's been turning his pizza topping. Yeah, he falls, into this brilliant little scene and he falls into loads of little pieces his body falls in half. It's brilliant. And then we get the cubed, the cube title card. So some of these rooms are booby-trapped. Yes. Without- and I, I think that's really interesting, that first bit, because obviously it gets you thinking, it gets you talking, it grabs your attention. Yeah. You know, there's a guy who's just been cut up into chunks. But you, I think you described when we were, we were talking, talking about this film at the end of the last episode, this is like, 
you know, I said it was possibly a precursor to stuff like Saw and you said Hostel, you know, and saying, saying it's that kind of gory horror. But that is pretty much the only really gory bit in this film. Yeah, there is another one later on, but there is not a lot of gore in it. This but is not a gratuitous No, film. this is not a Saw film. And, or a hostile film, but it is the film that inspired them, I think. Watching this film again, again, like I say, for the first time in many, many years, I had misremembered how... I hadn't given it enough credit. Yeah, I agree. For how thoughtful it is and how... There's a lot in it. There's, there's a lot goes into this film. Yeah. It isn't, it isn't smashing and grabbing you. It's not relying on the gore. It's not relying no. on tricks. No. It is driven by the story and the characters. They quite early on, find out how to avoid the traps. Yeah. and it, They don't actually come into play too much. No. They used to set pieces throughout the film, but... Yeah. It's about trying to escape this film. It's not about trying to avoid these traps. Yeah, it is. It's, it's certainly the film that inspired Saw, but... Yeah, yeah. It's not a Saw film. Yeah. You've not asked me for my one-word review. Oh, yeah. What's your one-word review? Uh, maths. Um, it is very mathy. <laughs> I've got I've got a paragraph to read to you later on of the maths. Okay. We'll see if we can decipher it because I gave up in the end. So the film opens after the title card on five people in a cube. All in are they all in the same cube to start with? I think no. So two uh, two of them wake up in the same room. Okay. So you've got Quentin. Yeah. Uh, who is a cop, or an ex cop, as it turns out. Yeah. And he's the I suppose he's the nominal lead. Pretty yeah he is yeah, yeah he is the yeah. lead yeah definitely. Um, both in terms of lead role and sort of becomes the leader of this little group. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got Worth, who is a very quiet, mousy yeah. guy. Mousy little guy. Sort of in the corner. Then uh, one of the one of the doors open and they're joined by Holloway, who's sort of a middle-aged woman. Uh, turns out she's a doctor. Yes. So she's going to be useful. Definitely. Maybe. You'd hope so. And then another woman joins them, who is Levin, who's a student. Yes. Um, and that's all we know about her at the minute. Then they have a fifth person joins them, who's an older guy, who's called Ren. Yeah. Or well, what does Quentin call him? Renes. Renes. <laughs> he doesn't speak French. So you know all the characters in this film are named after prisons. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. All five, and each of their character traits is... Holloway Prison, Holloway London. Holloway Prison, exactly. Quentin, San Quentin Prison. I've heard of that. Yeah. They're all, apparently as well, their personalities are descriptions of that prison as well really yeah so i've read oh you've got to love imdb's trivia section (laughs) (laughs) i hadn't picked up on that that's really interesting yeah so yeah there's five of them all together in the same cube what happens next how do they sort of work out that there may be a threat in some of these rooms i don't know oh okay (laughs) fine you can cut that bit out so as i say ren finds them and he kind of almost not ignores them but he kind of brushes them off and he's just passing through yes so he goes straight to another door. He's got his boots around his neck. Yeah. And laced together. Yeah. Lobs one of his boots into the next room and it gets flamed. Yes. So by sort of flamethrowers. This is how he's figured out which rooms are trapped and which rooms are not trapped. Turns out this guy, Ren, is a master prison escape expert. Yes. And he says he's, he's escaped from seven prisons or something, something like, like that. Something like that, yeah. And it turns out Quentin's heard of him. Yeah. Because he's a cop, he's a cop and, and all cops have heard of all... Criminal. Famous criminals. I think that's fair to say. <laughs> okay. Probably not. Right. No one remembers how they got there. No. They're all, Why they're there. Yeah, they're all completely unawares. Eleven breaks her glasses. How does that happen? Uh, that's just as she enters, gets falls into the room, isn't it? it? Yeah. It needs to be said because it's 
quite important later on, but yeah. she she breaks her glasses. So they decide now that the best thing to do is move in a straight line. Yeah. Because there has to be an end. Yeah. That's well, that, that's their figure. They figure there has to be an end to it. If we keep going in a straight line, we'll be fine. And they keep doing that by throwing boots through the doors to see if uh, see if the rooms are trapped or not. If they are, then they move up one and then still keep going in the same direction. And there's yep. a bit of a bit of a montage of them moving. Around. Yeah, so they move through a few few rooms, and the tactic seems to be working. You yeah. know, throwing the throwing the boots ahead of them, and then pulling them back with the lace. Yeah, they keep hearing lots of mechanical noises as well. Yeah, you don't really know what that is at this point. We get to a point where Ren throws his boot into a room. Yep, nothing happens. Decides it's safe. Walks in. You get your second gory scene in the film. Does he? Does he say, "Oh shit"? Something. Yeah, like I think that. it is "oh shit." Mad. He's Mad. French. That's it. He's French. Get together, Nick. <laughs> and um, gets he turns to the side and he's sprayed. He gets a face full of acid. With acid. Yeah. And his face melts It's off. not vinegar this week. No. <laughs> it's proper it's acid. proper acid and his whole face melts away. So he's, he's he's still alive and they pull him back through to the, the room that they're in. And, yeah. But he's he isn't, gone alive, he isn't alive for long. No. Obviously, this is a bit of a downer to their plan. Yeah, because he was there. He'd taken the lead, hadn't he? He was the, he was the prison expert. He was the one throwing the boots through. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. That room had some sort of biological detector that detected bio- biology. <laughs> it, it, wasn't a, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a motion sensor. Yeah, it, it was a. They detected matter rather than so the boots didn't trigger the trap. Basically, yeah. is what I'm trying to say because they are not alive. Yes. So, so they regather in this this room, and and Quentin, being a cop, he, you know, he starts asking questions. So. He says, you know, I'm a cop. I, I you know, I, I can offer this team something. Holloway, you're a doctor. You know, you can give us something. Ren, okay, he's dead now, but he was an escape artist. Yeah. So, so he, he starts to concentrate on worth. Says, why, why are you here? What's, what's, what's special about you? He says, well, nothing. I just work in an office. Um, and he talks to Levin, yeah. who's a student. Well, it turns out she's a math student. Yeah, she's really highly intelligent maths guru. And... Quentin, using his cop brain, then sort of says to Levin, why have you got your glasses? Because I haven't got any of my jewellery. Yeah, Holloway's jewellery. Holloway hasn't got any of her jewellery. It's all there been must taken be a reason off. why you have your glasses. Why have they, whoever they are, let you keep your glasses? And why are you here? If, yeah. What is your expertise? What are you going to help us with? They then spot... Each cell, cube. Yeah. between in, in the doorway between each room, there... A series of numbers. Yeah. So... Like a serial number for each cube. Basically. So it's three three digit numbers. Yeah, that is right. And Levin realizes that the safe rooms have no prime numbers Correct. out of those three numbers. Yeah. I'm with it so far. Yeah. Okay, so they start moving along using this method. Yeah. New planks. It's they're getting they're moving. It's getting them through it. And all the rooms that they're going through are safe. She's declaring them safe by reading the numbers. If they're not prime, we move into the room. Everybody's happy. So again, they move through another several rooms yeah. and come to a bit of a halt. Because they get to one where every door has a prime number on it. Yeah. And then they, they look up. They look up and realise that obviously they haven't checked the one in the ceiling. The one in the ceiling. They go to open it and it's kind of stuck, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, eventually they sort of manage to twist the lock and, and pull the door open and someone falls through on top yeah. of them. A crazy man falls through. So this is where we meet a chap called Kazan. Kazan. Who's is that, really is that a prison? Yeah. As in, in, is that Kazan as in like 
Ruben Kazan in Russia. Presumably. I don't That's know which one. Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, why not? So he is a mentally handicapped. That's gentleman. the line they use in the film. Yeah. That is an outdated term that you're not allowed to say anymore, apparently. Okay. So right. he's now intellectually disabled. Right. Okay. <laughs> They sort of start to have, you know, as they're moving around, have various theories, don't they? So Quentin just thinks this is all some rich psycho who's just bunged them in this prison for fun. Holloway thinks that they are part of, you know, they're in a government conspiracy. She's a bit of a conspiracy theorist. And Worth just kind of says, nah, there's there's, there's no such thing. No such thing as Big Brother. It's just, we're here. Don't, Don't, we're just here. Don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. She gives them, Holloway gives them all a bit of a fright when she jumps into a room and swallows a button. Yes, because they're, they're all sort of chewing on their buttons from yeah. their... Keep, keep their mouths moist. Yeah, from their um, pyjamas, basically. They're in prison... Prison garb. Issue garb, aren't they? And they're, they're, they're all chewing on their buttons because they've got, obviously, no food, no water. Yeah. Um, That's the urgency of this film as yes. well. That there's, no, there's no food or water in any of the cubes. Correct. So they do need to get out, otherwise they are going to die in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, she jumps into a room and, and swallows a button and they all think that their plan has backfired because, the, because she's been be choking, yeah. But then she's she's all right. Quinton nearly gets cheese-wired to death. Yes. Because he jumps into a room that should be safe, that isn't safe. Yeah. So the so method... The, the number system fails. Isn't working. The method is more luck than anything at this point that they've gotten that far because their number system is not correct. So Quentin's really pissed off. and Yeah, he's, he gets angry. Yeah, and he has a lot of anger issues through this film. And he takes it out on Worth. Yeah. He wants to know, why is he here? You know, you're the only one who's not done anything. You're useless. You are. Turns out, the office that Worth worked in, he had a very specific job. Yes. What was that? He designed the outer shell of the cube. Yeah. So he knows the dimensions of the cube, which we find out at this point. Yeah. So him and Levin then work out, because of her clever maths brain... And his knowledge of the dimensions of the, the building itself. The 430 foot square. 434 foot square, sorry. Which Levin works out is 26 rooms on each axis. It gives a total of 17,576 rooms. They're a lot of rooms. It's a lot of cubes. And they work out as well from that that they are only seven rooms from the edge. Yeah. Don't ask me how because the maths lost me at this point. <laughs> but they work out that they're only seven rooms. It gets really mathy. There's lots of it. Yeah, and, and essentially, actually, these numbers are grid references. Yeah, basically. I've got... I, I googled it to see if I could understand it, and I found a bit on a bit on Wikipedia that explains the maths. So if I read you this, do you think you're going to be able to understand the maths? I'll give it a go. <laughs> okay, so it says, Each room is labelled with three identification numbers. For example, 517, 478, 565. These numbers encode the starting coordinates of the room and the X, Y, and Z coordinates are the, are the sums of the digits of the first, second, and third numbers, respectively. The numbers also determine the movement of the room. The subsequent positions are obtained by clinically subtracting the digits from one another and the resulting numbers are then subsequently added to the starting numbers. <laughs> so she's really good at maths. She's really good at maths. She's better at maths. And I don't even understand what most of those words mean. So I think essentially the numbers... Uh, so, so you know how you'd you'd plot a graph on an axis. Yeah. You'd have a, uh, just a y and an x axis, yeah. and you know you'd have a really simple one. So three up, nine across. That's yeah. your point. 
So these have three numbers. You have an X axis, a Y axis, and a Z axis. Yeah. So you can 3D plot where you are. Where you are, because we're in a cube. Yeah. That is essentially. That's essentially what, what, it, what all it this is. is working out. Yeah. Levin figures that out because she's a math genius. I mean, she is proper like Hawking level genius yeah. to to get that be able to do all this mentally just from three numbers on a door. She's a clever girl. It's at this point where they find a sound activated room, so they're looking down on it and. <laughs> I've lost completely track of what I was saying. So they're, they're looking through their floor, yes, into the room below, and that's where that's definitely the way they want to go. That is has to be the way they go. There's no yeah. other choice. But the room is sound activated, and as soon as you make any noise, a shitload of spikes fly out from every corner and angle inside of the room. Yeah, and they get you're going to get impaled on them. There's no way you're missing them. So they have to be as quiet as they possibly can, but they do have to go through this room. This is not easy. When you've got Kazan with you, because he likes to make noise. Yes. Lots of noise. <laughs> so they, they work out, don't they, that... I, I'm glad they mentioned it, because it, it was the obvious question, so they did cover it. That So when you open these all these doors all the way through that they've been opening, they make a sort of... Yeah. Sound. Hydraulic. So they, they, they do say, oh, it must be programmed to ignore that sound. <laughs> Conveniently, yeah. Very convenient. But yeah, they decide they've got to go down that way. So yeah. they, one by one... They silently descend. Yes. So, and they definitely made some noise. <laughs> yes, definitely. So I watched this on my own, and um, I thought I'm gonna see if I can make any noise. <laughs> I could hear every footstep and hand. Yeah. Because there's little like ladders, ladders almost, isn't surface, there, yes, to yeah. allow them to get around the room. And I heard everyone. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I thought exactly the same thing. Um, but we'll put that but, aside. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, it wasn't enough noise to trigger the trap. So Worth goes through first because Quentin's making him do everything now. Now he knows that he's involved. Yeah, he hates this guy. Yeah, um, Levin goes through after that, and the rest follow. It's really tense. This, at this point, it, I thought it, it is, is well. Yeah, it is. It is, it is, it is it's a really tense scene because it's it is. You're saying it's not quiet, but it is silent. Yeah, and you know that something's going to happen at some point. They all make it through. Um, just as Quentin's about to get through the door into the next room, Kazan makes his noise and all the spikes shoot out, but Quentin manages to die through just in time before he gets impaled. He's, yeah, not, he's quick, isn't he? When he's he very has to quick be. when he has to be. He was not happy, though. No. <laughs> he was so not. his rage is ever-increasing, yeah, isn't he's it? he's getting as... more and more angry as this film goes on. What did you think of his acting? I thought he was really good. I, I, I thought he was good. He was a bit hammy at times. Yeah, but... But I think that's just because he was probably directed to just be, be angry, as angry as you can. Be more angry. Yeah. And you, there's only so many levels of angry you can go before it comes across as... Got to remember as well, this film's 22 years old. It was made on a budget of £350,000, which is not a lot more than Murder Party last week. And it's billion times <laughs> better made than that film is. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. And you can, you can forgive it, the slightly hammy acting. You can forgive it, the... Uh, it's a bit wooden at times, yeah, but none, it's it's none of the actors have ever really gone anywhere. Yeah, from it's it. fine. It's it's tense, like you say. It sells that tension really well. Yeah, and it's a really intriguing concept. Yeah, it is. That more than outweighs the sort of like I say, slightly wooden acting at yeah, some at points. And I agree. You, yeah. you just you just have to ignore that sort of thing. You can you're willing to forgive all that because it's. Well, I was, certainly. I was along for the ride on this. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. So, Quinton gets through the room and he starts going off at Kazam. And Holloway defends him because she's taken on like a motherly type of role to him because she's a doctor. And he hits her. 
Yeah, he's a bastard. He's a horrible human. Yeah, he gives her a right so, smack in the face. He is unraveling fast. Yeah, he's he's going down. And and she says something to him like, "Is this how you treated your wife and kids?" Yeah, because it turns out he's got an ex-wife. And also, didn't kids. go down very well. Yeah. Then they realise now that they're at the edge. Yeah, this is it. This, this is, is it. the last. They've made yeah. it to the final cube. But the, there should should be at the edge of the cube now. So when they open the next door, they don't know what they're going to find. And what they do find is a black expanse of nothing. Yeah, so they are at. They you can look up, and you look down. Yeah, and you can see Seamless, seemingly endlessly. Yeah, so you can see the lights and the and the sort of handles of equivalent rooms. Yeah, and but you can't see the bottom, can't see the top, top. can't see the sides. But so there's, I presume there's like an expanse, and then there's something else. Yeah, over the other side. There's another. There's a wall because they decide that they're going to try and swing over the void, which is exact size of a cube. So they're in a cube. In a cube. Yeah. In a cube. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, they decide, well, we're at the edge. We've got to try something. We've got to do something. So they we'll make a rope out of our prison pajamas. Yeah. They take all their clothes off. They've still got their underwear on. We've not had it. We're not having a <laughs> yeah, naughty okay. party. They take all their upper layer of clothing off. Upper layer? Outer layer of clothing off. <laughs> Just their jumpers. <laughs> Just, <laughs> they're going to end up topless. Um, they've all got the same underwear on, which I found quite funny. Well, yeah, it's prison. Prison underwear. Yeah. And Holloway decides that she's the one who needs to swing over because she's the lightest. Second lightest. Second lightest. But they don't want to let Levin go because to... she's got maths uber yeah, brain. She's uh, she's important. So they make a rope out of the clothes. Holloway goes for a swing. Goes down a bit. Goes down a bit. Can't find anything. Can't find anything. Starts to come up. Goes for a swing. Yeah. Can't find anything. Can't reach the other side. Then she slips. She does. And she... So they've, they're cold, holding her quite steady. They've got a lot of rope left in their room. Yeah. She slips. They almost lose her. Yeah. No, pull her back at the last minute. Quinton gets her. Yeah, start pulling her back up. So Quinton's at the front, so he's leading out of the room over the edge. Pull her back up. He, gra- her he grabs her by the arm. He's going to pull her back in. Then he's looking, his eyes change. Yeah, then he loses it. Big style. Drops her. Drops her. Or because she made that crack about his wife and kids. Yeah, quite intent. He was... He made out like it was an accident. It was quite not an accident. It was quite intentional. He, he let her go. And she just falls into the fast black expanse. And she's done. What a knobhead. What a knobhead. What an horrible knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he dropped her deliberately. Um, so now they decide that they need to get to the bottom of the cube. So they're already at the edge. But obviously they need to get to the bottom. Yes. Yeah? That's how I understood it. Yes. But they, they decide to have a rest. Yeah, they do. First. Yeah. Okay. So, hang on, I'm not sure if I've quite got this in the right order, but let, let's go with it and you, okay. you you stop me. So, I've got it. So, after this event happens, obviously, Quentin says, turns around and says to them, well, she slipped. Yeah. So, they decide to kind of have a rest where they are. Yeah. Before trying, I think what you said, to try yeah. and move down. Yeah, because he, he turns to Levin and he says, you need to go down. Yeah. I thought that was really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and Quentin wakes up first and he kind of kidnaps Levin. Yeah. And they leave Worth and Kazan behind them. Worth kind of comes through and saves Levin. Yeah. Because it, it was, I think Quentin was threatening to get a bit rapey, actually. Yeah, I think he was. Um, I think that was the implication. And Quentin beats Worth up again. Yeah, he launches a boot at his head. Yeah. The, and then batters him. And drop. He drops him into the next room, doesn't he? He drops yes. him through the floor into the next room without and, checking it. And w- Yeah, without checking it. 
And then Worth is just lying there and he just starts laughing. He starts laughing. Why does he start laughing, Nick? Because he happens to have landed next to the body of Wren. So they've been going in circles. This whole time they've got back to, almost back to where they started. And Wren's still dead with no Ren's face. Wren's still dead. But the real, they realise, well Worth realises at this point that the room that killed Wren is not there anymore. He opens the door and it is not there. Yeah. Which means that the cubes are moving. Correct. Which explains the mechanical noises they heard earlier on. Correct. And Levin figures out using her maths brain that one of the rooms acts as a bridge to get them out. Because she remembers that... So if you remember from what you stated at the start about there being 26... 26 by 26. Yeah. By 26. She remembers that she'd seen one of the numbers reference a 27, which which would mean it's outside outside of the the cube. So she figures that 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 room must be the bridge. So that room moves. If they'd have stayed where they were in that room, nothing would have happened. Yeah. So that room, they would have been outside the outside the inner cube, between the inner, inner cube, cube and the outer, outer cube, cube, and they would have been able to, in theory... Get out. Walk out. Yeah, in theory. It's really, really complicated. <laughs> but so, in the context of the film, it all does make sense. It's not... You don't need to know, like, no. crazy maths to be able to understand what's going on. So they know what they need to do. They need to get back to that room. Yeah. With the 27 number on the coordinates. Yeah. Because then they will be in the bridge room. Then they just need to stay there and wait, wait for, for it, it. To get into the right position. To get into the position. So they, she does a load more coordinates. Yeah. And uh, calculations. And she kind of works out that she thinks they've got, is it two more yes. mechanically noise things Before they to, get, get there. to get there? They also decide they need to get away from Quinton. Yes. So Wiff traps his head in a door as they're trying to get through. Yeah. And then drops him through a floor door. Yeah. In the same way that Quinton dropped him through a floor door earlier on. And they get to the end. Yeah. So uh, there's one just important bit worth mentioning. So to to navigate to the end, there's a a little bit more complicated maths because they then need to do... Fact, work out the factors of all these numbers, don't they? Yeah. To work out oh, yeah, which room is safe to go into. And uh, Levin explains that this is way too complicated yeah, maths. Even for her, this is the, you need a computer to be able to work this out, is yeah. basically what she's saying. But fortunately... They have a computer. They've got Rain Man. Because <laughs> Anne turns out to know... Factors. Factors. So she reads him a number, he gives her the factor, they decide if the room's safe or not. Yeah. And they start moving quick. Really quick, yeah. They have to because they they know now that they're on a time constraint. So they get they eventually get there. They get to this bridge room and it moves into position. They work out that the bridge room is the same room they started in. Yes, because how did they work it out? Remind me. Levin finds a piece of glass. From her glasses. From her glasses. And so if they'd have never moved, they would have been fine. Yeah. Which is what she said in the first place. She says at the beginning of the film, we should just stay here and wait it out. And if they had it done, they'd have got out. None of this would have ever happened. That's got to be soul destroying. <laughs> because they've been going around for a couple of days. I yeah, think. this is yeah. because you know Holloway at the start sort of says, you know, "Well, she's a doctor. We we've got three days, three days. in here without food or water. Yeah. We've, we've probably got that three days, and they're all in bad shape by this point. Yeah, the so they've not been in there is, a short while. Time has definitely passed. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're down we're down to three, aren't we? We've got um, as I say, we've got Worth, Levin, and Kazan. Yeah. So now they just got to wait. Yeah. And they do. And the room moves into position. But 
as it moves, Kazan gets left behind. Yes. He doesn't get through the door quick enough. Yeah, so the last mechanical moving of the cube, yeah. he doesn't come through the yeah. gap in time. So, um, but they can still hear him. Yeah, so he's not gone far. Because he's noisy. Yeah. All the way through, he's noisy. And so they realise they haven't gone far, so they need to go back for him. So Levin and Worth... Yeah. Yeah, they do. They go back. They for go him. back for him. They haul him back to where they, where they were. And and this is kind of worth redeeming himself, isn't it? Because he's yeah. like, oh, I've got nothing, you know, I don't know why I'm here. I'm useless. I help, I help people. I knew that people were coming in this yeah. place. But anyway, they get they get back to this last room and it slides into place. Yeah. They, they open the door. They open the door. There's a bright light. You don't see what out there, but no. it's a bright white light. So it's, yeah. it's an exit. Yeah. They're just about to leave. Yeah. And the opposite door opens. Yeah. And Quentin's back. Yes. He's dragged himself. I don't know how this guy's still alive. <laughs> how he's managed to find it when he didn't have the maths people with him, I don't know, but he's he's done it. He must have followed noisy Kazan. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> or by luck or by judgment, how he's, how he's made it through because he's not a clever guy. Yeah. <laughs> he runs Levin through with a, a handle off one of the doors. Yeah, he's broken the handle off the door and stabs her to death. So she, she's gone and, and yes. Yeah, right at the end, in the very last room. She was the, the, you know, ended up being the heroine, the leader yeah. of this group. Which is really, dis- I, I, I'd forgot, I couldn't remember any of this. I, I agree. I, I didn't remember the I detail. I knew the basics of the film, but I didn't really remember that. I didn't remember how mafia it was. And uh, I didn't remember the detail of. I was gutted when yeah, she got It was devastating because she, she was the one that helped them all the way through. Um, so, yeah, she was gutted as well. Yeah. Literally. So, <laughs> she, she, yeah, she's, she's gone. Um, Kazan walks out. Yeah. So he's, he's gone into the light. He's, he's escaped. Well, Quinton stabs worth. First, yeah. Before that, so he's been stabbed as well. Yeah, because Sam walks out. Quentin's going going to get out. Yeah, and it turns out Worth, Worth is not dead. Yeah, he sort of leaps up. He grabs Quentin by the legs. Yeah, Quentin's like half in, half out. Just as the room starts moving. Yeah, and as it moves, Quentin gets scraped up the wall. Yeah, so you don't really see that. You, you don't just, see it happen. You just you see a. Sp- Blood is red yeah. in the sort so of he basically gets bad crushed CGI. between the two rooms. Yeah. Split in half between the two rooms and you see a bit of bloody wall. And but Worth is left to live out his final yeah. minutes, I guess. Yeah, he's not going to survive. Back in the room where he started. Back in the room where he started. So Kazan makes it out alive. Worth has proven his worth. <laughs> it's true. By, you know, taking care of Quentin. Yeah. Ensuring Kazan could get out and sacrificing himself. That's the end of your film. Yeah. Kazan walks off into the light. You don't see what's outside the cube. Apparently there was a scene filmed of what's outside the cube, but when the director came to cut the film, that was the first thing he cut out. Okay. According to IMDb's trivia again. Yeah, you never see what's outside the cube. You never get any information of what the cube is or who built it. And that's the end of it. Did you enjoy this? I loved it. Yeah? Yeah, I really did enjoy it. More than you thought you would... How did it compare to what in your brain you had? The one thing I was worried about is how, how well it had aged. After watching the trailer last week, the trailer's not aged well. The trailer is as night as it gets, but I, th- I think the film holds up. I think it does look dated. It, yeah, and it's not. It's not sharp. It's not. You know, the, like I say, it's it, it's hammy in parts, but the it's propelled by a good enough story and good, decent enough acting. Yeah, 
effects that still hold up, I think. Yeah. The, the special effects hold up, I think. Yeah. Because it's not... Like, we talked about Murder Party last week, and maybe that left us quite cold because of how good the makeup and effects were. Yeah. The fact that these weren't... You, you weren't seeing that sort of grisly detail in this, so when, in, if anything, gory, when anything gory did happen... It fit in with everything else, yeah. and it and it works. Oh yeah, I I really enjoyed rewatching this. I did as well. I, was, I really enjoyed it. This I didn't really remember much of it. No, I didn't. As I, I was, going I was surprised. So I thought I knew what was going to happen, and didn't at all know what was going to happen. There are two sequels to this film. Okay. So, Cube Two is called Cube Two Hypercube, and Cube Three is called Cube Zero, which we believe is a prequel. I think I read that it's a prequel. Okay, I haven't seen. I'm not sure if I've seen Cube 2. I don't think I have. And I, I thought, have, it for a very I, thought long time. I might have done, but I'm not so sure now. And I definitely haven't seen the third one. Yeah. But they're not directed by the same. They're chap. not. And unfortunately, they're not on Netflix. Okay. Which is strange when what the first one is, but the second two aren't. Which is. I don't, I don't know if you read in some of your research that three or four years ago, there was quite a strong rumour that this was getting a remake treatment. Oh, really? But well, it's, it's never got, never off, the got off the ground. That's a shame because it's. Does it need a remake? I don't know. You could you could do it and it could be you know glossier and yeah, be yeah. interesting. It'd be interesting. Worst stuff that's remade. been remade. Not definitely. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun watching this again. I um, did as well. I, I thought I might be disappointed compared to what I you know my brain vaguely remembered. Yeah, but no, I I thought it still stood up. Yeah, it looks a bit dated around the edges. Twenty two years old. I think most films from the 90s... And, and it was a cheap film then, 22 years yeah, exactly. ago. exactly. So it's, it's never going to, like I say, look remember slick. When, and... Remember when Independence Day came out and everybody said how amazing it is? <laughs> so you watch that now, it does not look amazing. So... But yeah, I, re- I really enjoyed watching this. If if you've never amazing. seen Cube, watch Cube. Yeah, it's, definitely. It'll pique your interest. If you're into in that sort of film. No, I, I, I generally, I would... I'd recommend it to most people I know, yeah, I think. I would as well. It's, it's, it's of its time, but it's... It's, it's different and it'll make you think. It's a cool classic. It probably isn't remembered as highly as it should be because it is wallowing at the bottom of the stream on Netflix, but it doesn't deserve to be done there. Stream table. Okay. Where are we going? I think it breaks into the top three for me. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I agree. Does it break into the top two? Is It's not better than Little Evil. No, it's not, it's not it's enough not, to knock. It's not enough evil to go. That's the most one. fun I've had watching something for this podcast. Agreed. That's that stays there. Is it better than bait? Uh, yeah, I think I could be persuaded it is. I think I can as well. And I think I want to put it in at number two. Yeah. I I mean, it's completely different to bait. So oh yeah, it's, you, it's tricky to compare, but oranges, that's but what we're here to do, isn't doing, it? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I think I would have I, it as number two. I have no issue putting Cuban at number two. Excellent. Pushing bait down to number three. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm, I'm totally with it. Yeah, if they're that easy every week. Then we'll be we'll be happy. We're ready to pick next week's film. Um, I I've got one more thing that I did note now. Okay, actually, why do you think it was Kazan that escaped? I don't know. I I, just, I thought it was Kazan. interesting that he was he was the only one who was he was the only one who was not worried at all about. Well, he was just there. He wasn't worried about why they were there. Yeah, who they were all supposed, you know, what the purpose was, and he just. He just was. Yeah, he just was who he was. He yeah. wouldn't have got out without the rest of them. But True. I just, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. I um, I liked it. Did, did you... Were you okay with this sort of... Did you want any answers along that those lines of why they were there, who put them in there and... 
Because they were all obviously selected because they had a specific yeah. set of skills. Part of me thinks, yeah, I really do want to know what happened and why they were put in there. But part of me thinks that's probably explained at some point in the next two films. I'll probably I just know. go and watch them. <laughs> well, yes, um, but they they were... This, as the, you said, is a bit of a cult classic and they weren't. Yeah, so. there's, no, they weren't. There's no explanation in this film at all. And if this got remade, they, all that stuff would be in there. Yeah, it would. You'd have scenes... And it'd probably be really annoying. Yeah, I agree. You'd have scenes outside the cube of them being kidnapped. And of like someone and, in a control room yeah, or... Yeah, you don't need that. So no, no, no you're right. That. I don't... No, I don't want to know. <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure in the sequels and the prequel it does get... Ticked. I'm going to watch them. I, I, I like gonna, that. I think that's part of its charm is it's, it just leaves all that to your imagination. Yeah. I'm definitely going to watch the second and third ones now. Well, just I off. don't know how I'm going to find them, but I'm going to try and find them from somewhere. Can't be that difficult. Uh, you know, there's ways and means of finding any films these days. So, next week's film. Ready? Yeah. Let's go for it. I'm going to press the button. <laughs> Nick's smiling like a crazy person because earlier today he told me that he really wanted to watch this film. So, the film that was come oh, out... I can't believe that's come <laughs> out. I just, honestly... The film that's come out is a film called The Dawn Wall. Now, what is The Dawn Wall, Nick? It's a documentary. It's a documentary. We're doing documentaries now. Okay. So, I don't really know too much about this. Other than it, it looks it looks interesting. Okay. So, so I added it on. I'm going to read the synopsis. It says, In an unbelievable story of perseverance, free climber Tommy Coldwell and climbing partner Kevin Jorgensen Attempt to scale the impossible 3,000 dawn wall of El Capitan. I'm going to put the audio of the trailer in. Yeah. Do you want to watch the trailer? Yeah. It's on for three minutes. <laughs> when you see El Capitan for the first time, I mean, it takes your breath away. Early in the morning, there's this one panel of the wall that illuminates first. The dawn wall. It has never been climbed until Tommy Caldwell came along. Nobody had actually considered trying it. It's like stepping off the edge of the earth. I guess the question here is, why are you doing this? I was this very fragile little kid. He didn't crawl till he was over two. I think my dad felt the best way to prepare this kid for the world was to toughen him up a little bit. And so he took me on all the craziest climbing walls you could ever do, and he did it with a six-year-old. By the time I was 14 or 15, there was climbs that I could do that my dad couldn't. Tommy became one of the best young climbers. And then we got invited to Kyrgyzstan to rock climb. And all of a sudden, we were hostages. After being held captive for six days, four young Americans confront the ultimate choice to kill or be killed. He saved their lives. But he became a different person. Ever since Kyrgyzstan, I just have this fire in me. This has always been my safe place, my way to deal with life. And I was looking across at the Dawn Wall, the last unclimbed big swath of stone. I decided maybe that could be climbed. I needed a partner. Kevin, he was one of the best in the world. It only up to about 30 feet. But everybody else thought I was crazy. At this point, I have no idea what I'm getting into. It's about to consume six years of my life. This is a pipe dream, man. Come on. Nothing left to do but just take a couple deep breaths. If Tommy and Kevin can actually do this, it will be... Come on! Oh. The most difficult climb ever done. 
and it's gonna go on day after day. Suddenly, the whole world was watching. You okay, man? And one of them stuck. It was pretty clear that that was it. I don't want to hold you back. Maybe this climb really was impossible. We are capable of so much more than we could ever imagine. I'm very excited. That looks mental. <laughs> I'm excited now. That's that's a very good trailer. Completely different to anything we've watched before. I don't know how we're going to be able to go through it scene by scene and dissect it, but it's going to be an, it'll be an interesting one. Yeah, we we just talk about. It. I think you know it will be yeah it will be interesting to go through because you know we're not we don't need to capture plot points necessarily. No, exactly. We'll just, or talk about acting or yeah, anything like that. It's we'll going just, to be. I'm out of my comfort zone. I like to watch a documentary. I've never really sat and talked about a documentary, okay. so it's going to Good. be Good. I'm looking forward to that one. The Dawn Wall. And after that episode, we're going to do something a bit different. Yeah. Aren't we? Yeah. Do you want to talk about it now or should we talk about it next week? So we, are we just teasing it? We're going to make an announcement at the end of next episode, but I don't want to tease... It's not nothing major. I don't want to tease it too much. No. We're just going to have a, a slightly we're gonna different We're going to have a special episode, episode aren't we? We're going to have a special episode. A bonus episode. A bonus episode. It will come out in the middle of the week, the week after the Dawn Wall episode comes yeah. out. So uh, look forward to that. You're going to get two episodes in a week. Yeah. It's a special. So watch the Dawn Wall before then, and we'll be back next week to talk about it. Cheers. Bye. Bye.